Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Brian, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. What is the, what's the feeling and the temperature amongst Commanders fans with this Dan Quinn hire? Yeah, I got to say that uh, it's a little underwhelming, if if I'm being honest. Uh, I think people were kind of hoping for the next uh, great offensive mind with uh, Ben Johnson or uh, maybe even a Bobby Slowick. Uh, and then to pivot at the last minute, or maybe because they ran out of candidates for it to be Dan Quinn, I, I think the initial reaction was a bit underwhelmed. Um, I, I think everyone's still going to trust in the process and trust in Adam Peters and Josh Harris, but uh, it, it was definitely a little surprising. Um, how much trust is this going to require in them, being that, you know, uh, I – from from the outside, it looks like that they have a good plan for the future. Yeah, no, I, I'm still on board with 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 Josh Harris and, and his new GM Adam Peters. I mean, coming over from San Francisco, obviously uh, that speaks for itself in the success that they've had. So that's not going to change at all. You know, I think that you know if if Dan Quinn was the best option and he interviewed well, I'm, I'm gonna roll with it uh even if it wasn't you know my first choice as a fan or uh, someone who follows the team pretty closely so i i agree i think they have a really good plan in place and uh, i'm excited to see what what dan quinn does and and what he brings to this team and what what he's learned now uh with his second go around as the head coach yeah and when and when we're looking at kind of now at this point He's going to be expected to fill out his staff. What do you think that staff looks like? Well, I think he is already rumored to be bringing Joe Witt from Dallas with him, who I guess was the the passing game defensive uh, mind for him there with the Cowboys. Uh, So it sounds like he's got his defensive coordinator. Obviously, Quinn knows defense pretty well, and so I imagine he's going to stick with that side of the ball pretty heavily. So, Really, to me, it comes down to the offensive coordinator hire. Um, I've seen rumors of uh, Clint Kubiak out from San Francisco. Maybe Adam Peters can pull him in. I've seen Chip Kelly, which would be an interesting hire if they went that direction. But I really think whoever he brings in has to uh, has to be able to control that offense, be the head coach of the offense. We saw in Atlanta that his best years were when Kyle Shanahan was there and then even uh, for a year or two with Steve Sarkeesian. When he has a strong offensive mind uh, helping him and he can focus on the defense, that's when he's had his uh, best success. So I, I'm really intrigued by who he brings in on the offensive side of the ball and obviously grounds out the entire staff, but especially on that offense. Yeah, And you guys, we are on with Brian Murphy from Believe in – commanders um there was rumors about you know chip kelly and and other sitting college head coaches do you think that there's any truth to those yeah i've seen that too that that felt like it kind of came out of nowhere but it seems like that's a name that dan quinn brought up um i don't know how that i feel about chip kelly 
It doesn't seem like it's worked a couple times uh, in the NFL, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what other college options would be out there. You see that it is kind of popular as the, the Raiders brought on Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. So the, there could be an option there, and, and I imagine they're going to look at everything. But um, I, I really am – I really think that that is the biggest piece to this puzzle is Dan, Dan Quinn maybe doesn't uh, win you over, but if he can hire the right assistants, similar to what he did in Atlanta with Matt LaFleur and Raheem Morris and, uh, you know, obviously Kyle Shanahan on that staff, if he can bring in some solid assistance, this thing could, could really work. Yeah, and are you more excited about, like, what he's going to be able to do on the, like, in terms of just the leadership and what he's learned in in the past like what do you what, what do you think is going to be his strongest suit well I, i'll tell you what I, I i am a huge fan of the commanders and have been uh for my entire life but i i live in atlanta so i got to see that firsthand with the falcons and he always won the press conference he always had the right thing to say it seemed like he really got his guys motivated and i think that's huge i think that ron rivera's messaging was running stale in, in that locker room with those guys. And so if Dan Quinn can bring some excitement and bring leadership to that organization, to the commanders, that would be huge. I think that is definitely his number one trait is, is leadership. And that sounds like that was really important to the front office of Washington. So uh, I get where they're coming from. Uh, so, yeah, I think the leadership is huge. And then Obviously, what he's done with the Cowboys over the last uh, couple of years, that defense has been unbelievable. And so if he can turn around this Washington defense that has some young pieces on it, uh, I, I would be all on board for that. Uh, I just hope that that, that is what that, that's what comes to fruition. Yeah, yeah, that is – that's definitely going to be interesting as well. Um, but this team has – obviously the number two pick in the draft where do you expect them to go and I mean because it's got to be quarterback right I would think it would be quarterback for sure I think really I'm already expecting Caleb Williams to go number one whether it's to the Bears or to a team that trades up there but I think that they take Drake May or Jaden Daniels whoever um, the entire the entire group agrees on from uh, owner, GM, head coach, and then whoever Dan Quinn brings in as his offensive coordinator, I think you got to decide, do you like the, the polished uh, passer of Dra- uh, Drake May or do you like the athleticism upside of Jaden Daniels and you roll with whoever that is and hope that you've got your quarterback for the next 10-plus years? Man, <laughs> and like you, we've heard reports of, how many teams want to trade up into the top five? Are, are, do uh, you believe that there's any reality to the or, – or any possibility that Washington trades out of that number two pick? I really can't see that happening. I think they're so excited about the ch- – from everything that I see, that they're, they're really excited about taking that quarterback of the future. Now, now if – um, you know, if the offensive coordinator that comes in is like, no, I believe in Sam Howell, I'm huge on, on what he can do, then yeah, there might be something to entice them to move back. But I, I would be shocked if Washington is not staying at number two and they're not sprinting up there to take the quarterback that they love. 
And we're on with Brian Murphy from Believe in Commanders. Now, let's talk about Sam Howell for a second, because I was high on Sam Howell. I I thought the situation was terrible. Um, where do you stand on that? It was an absolute roller coaster of a season. I mean, he, he would have a couple of games where he looked like he didn't know what he was doing, and then all of a sudden, not that it that fantasy football matters, but he's all of a sudden uh, close to a top five quarterback when it comes to fantasy football, you know, midway through the season. So it was such a huge roller coaster. Uh, he, I agree with you. It was, it was a weird situation. Uh, they, they just refused to run the ball. Uh, I don't know if that was from playing from behind for, for so much or if that was Eric Bieniemy channeling Andy Reid. I'm not really sure. Uh, I really liked some of the stuff I saw, but some of the bad was just so bad that uh, I, I wouldn't be opposed to the team looking to upgrade at quarterback. Now, I think that I think that he is a serviceable quarterback in the NFL, but when you have a, the number two pick, I think that there's a guy that you could bring in that could potentially uh, beat him out. Um, but that, that being said, I, I wouldn't mind them uh, sticking with them if, if that's what this group agrees on. Um, I just think that he was just so inconsistent that that it does leave the door open trying to upgrade for next season. Mm. And um and we talked about the role that the Warriors former executive was going to have in um in in the organization. Is this more just to build out the organization and the and the people in it or or, or are they trying to go moneyball? The basketball yeah, game. yeah. I was really surprised to see that with Myers coming in and Spielman as well. But I, I really think, it, to me, it seemed like Josh Harris was just trying to uh, get some ideas from some guys who had been successful before. Uh, so whether or not they, they stay on long term, I'm not really sure. Uh, but I think that he was at least kind of picking their brains as to what makes a good GM, what makes a good front office, what makes a good organization run. And I know that there were connections from uh, Myers and uh, Adam Peters. So that was huge. I think that relationship, that connection helped them land their GM. But I'm all for uh, uh, an owner or an exec wanting to get the best minds, whether they are in the same sport or not. So I, I really like that. I don't know what it means long term. But it it can't be a bad thing to have a bunch of really smart minds in the same building. Yeah, that's an understatement. Um, when when you look at kind of the rest of the draft, right around the 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 commander, Chicago has the first overall pick, then Washington, and then New England. Um, and in last year, we saw a team jump up to number one. But with the quarterback heavy early, do you think that, that we will see any trades amongst those teams or even Washington trying to trade up to number one? I would be really surprised if they jumped up to number one, um, unless they just absolutely love Caleb Williams and, and they want to bring the hometown kid back. Washington, surprisingly, has never picked number one overall. So, I mean, maybe that is enticing to be the first ever number one overall pick in, in franchise history. So uh, th- there is something there, but I think that they're going to use uh, the rest of the draft to try to fill out the, this team. Um, I, I would be surprised if Washington moves up. 
I wouldn't be surprised if a team that you're not kind of expecting to move up uh, to that number one spot. I, I think that uh, Caleb Williams definitely goes number one overall. Whether it's to Chicago or somebody else it remains to be seen. Um, you know, being here in Atlanta, I know that 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 has been thrown out around. You know, does Kirk Cousins go back to Minnesota or not? And could the Vikings jump up there? So I think we could see some teams move around. I'm not sure that Washington does that. Uh, I, I think I don't think they want to give away. They have two second round picks, and I don't think they're going to want to give away those to try to move up. So um, I would be shocked if Washington is is one of those teams to move up. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if we're seeing a bunch of trades come uh, draft night. Mm, that would be wild. <laughs> that would be wild right. for us to see a whole lot of, man, a whole lot of trades. And you guys, you can find Mr. Brian Murphy over with Believe in Commanders. Uh, Brian, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me and uh, look forward to seeing how this all plays out. Appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.